Hello, this is the Ethical Business Podcast. My name is Janet McLaughlin. I'm the founder and managing director of a company called Marmion based in Yorkshire. Today I'm joined by my colleague Matt Pallister. Hello. Who I'm sure will have a few words to say as we go along. But I'm especially excited today because I've got Adam Moody, who is the founder and managing director of Farm Beyond. And just before we started this, I said, Adam, how would you define your business? Because I've worked with you for, what, three years now? Yeah. And I know you do everything for us, but I didn't really understand exactly what it was, how you define it. Well, we try and keep it as simple as possible, but um, a creative design, printing and digital media marketing agency. And we also do a bit of promotional merchandise as well. Of which we have experienced everything. And, you know, again, <laughs> on, on record, I just want to say thank you for the great work you've done for us. I just love it. I love a bit of colour and you certainly come up with colour. Well, it's a pleasure to work with you, Janet. Oh, you know, you're a good man. And, you know, good you man. Know. You know, what's really interesting is when we ask, you know, when if you're out and about, is I, we speak to many clients and businesses and, you know, understanding where you started, what made you start your own business? I mean, there's bonkers idea in the first place. We all know that. But why did you start your business? Yeah, well, it kind of happened by accident, to be honest. I, start, I was working in uh, the ledger industry doing marketing and promotions and um, I was needing some flyers to be, to be designed but I wasn't getting the artwork that I wanted back and gradually as I became more instructive of what I wanted it to look like I ended up designing it myself and then right. my the technical manager um, at the club a very close friend of mine he moved over to Australia and he looked after the website and the company wouldn't buy the domain name again so um you know because it was 10 pound was too much and uh, for whatever reason it wasn't was, something it York, it, was it from yorkshire uh, yeah, well, yeah it was a yorkshire based company and he moved out to australia basically the only option was for me just to take on the website yeah. so i learned how to do websites then so this is going back you know 20 years now but ended up doing the website ended up doing more of the design for the artwork and then eventually ended up arranging and managing some of the print mm. and gradually clients that we worked with then um or people that I worked with said you know would you be able to help me out with the design for my event or can you arrange the print for this and gradually as time went on we were working with uh, more and more cl- companies and eventually I got to the point where I said right it's now I need to leave my job and start from scratch and you know it was a gradual transition I was doing both jobs at the same time so I was working in the nightclub various different nighttime and daytime and then running my business in the daytime and the nighttime when I wasn't working yeah. till eventually I was able to make that jump and um, you know started on the journey and it just continued and we've done more and more things as time has gone on and got involved in more and more aspects but all of it really still focusing around the creative design yeah. the the printing and then the digital website design and branding aspect of it all underpinned by marketing and it's the marketing thing really that for us has made the difference that we focus on how we can deliver a client's message effectively Mm -hmm. using our knowledge of creative design and of print and of digital and and that's really for us what's Mm -hmm. taken us to where we are now. One of the things that we really like about working with you guys is I mean especially you because you're I remember meeting in the coffee area downstairs we were all together down there which you know it was it was lovely it felt like quite a little community down there but you're always quieter you're more you know it's it was that quiet but doing thing that we really like and I think the values that you had you know you were more of an action person rather than you know high level promoter yeah you're more I'll show you what I do by doing what I do really really well We've talked about it in the team and we, yeah. we have in the past tried, uh, I have been to some networking events in the past 
and it <laughs> is really not me. No. Um, it hasn't at any point felt something that was natural to me and yeah. I've always feared standing up and saying what to do and that kind yeah. of thing. So I had to build a business around what, as I developed, you know, as time went on, what I discovered my strengths and weaknesses were yeah. and focus on the strengths and build a business mm. that made me happy yes. and didn't try and build a business that enabled me, to, you know, that made me do things I hated. Because, you know, that's about if you're passionate about your business, do you think that's, you know, you're not being forced to compromise on your own values and the things that you care about? You know, when you're working with a bigger, uh, with um, organisations, and I mean, there's some really good um, socially aware organisations out there, companies are, that are big that have these really strong values. Yeah. But, you know, often when you go in there, you can be asked to compromise on those things that are important to you. And as a leader yourself... Yeah. You know, how important do you think those values and letting people see those values come from you is for you to grow your business? I think the culture within the team mm -hmm. is, you know, we talk about recruitment quite a lot, obviously. Yeah. Um, but the culture in the team is really, really important to attract the right people and then to give them the opportunity to do the things that enable that, them to professionally grow and yeah. also to our business to grow at the same time. And that's something that I feel is, you know, not being able to, confidently network and and do the uh you know the kind of more speaking in front of people um kind of thing is not been a strength of mine i've had to look at how i can enable my team to to take to the next stage i think it's interesting because we've obviously reaped the rewards of what you guys do for us and going off what janet's just said there about you guys being doers you really feel that when you work with you, you know, when we have our meetings within a couple of days, you know, there's a follow on. And I think from working with your team as well, it's just so nice to see that because, you know, quite often I think people assume that these digital agencies will have high promoters in there who will go out there and sell their service. But I think a lot of your work and it's it's obvious, Adam, from working with you, how much comes from you know referral word of mouth and it's very similar to us you know we get a lot of our business that way because we're not great at promoting what we do although when we get in front of people we are it's just that kind of going out there and networking and sort of shouting about it you know you feel a little bit awkward sometimes don't you and it's it's really nice to be working with a business that has those similar values and ethics it's you know we've we've certainly seen it haven't we i think there's a distinction that we have made quite early on and quite similar to yourselves that there's a distinction between sales and marketing yes um and we very much focus on marketing we're not sales driven it's not yeah. you know our, our account execs and account managers they're not sales led and they're not target led based on sales obviously we need to sell otherwise we're not going to get anything but we do that by recommending the right product for our clients making sure they're getting the best solution because ultimately and as I tell my team I want to if I bump into a client you know said oh I've worked with Far and Beyond before <laughs> I want to be confident that they've received the best advice and even if they turn around and said yeah well, we didn't go with you but your guys said this or you know we, they recommended that I'd be much happier with that yeah. than them feeling that they've been you know taken advantage of or being promised a product or service that wasn't delivered. And they'll remember that for the future, you know, they'll be back, you know, later down the line when they do have a requirement that you guys can fulfill, they'll remember that advice that they've received from someone, you know, very similar to us as well. You know, if we don't place a candidate or if we don't fill a role for a client, they recognize the level of detail we go into and the advice, quite often free advice as well that we give is, you know, has helped them in, in their process. And, you know, it's, it's nice that that's recognised. Also, I think, you know, going back to the distinction between marketing and sales, we've taken on our first business development executive because it's not our strength. We don't really want to have to keep going out there and selling, but we, mm. but we, like you were doers. And, but 
what I've really seen with this art uh, with uh, Jacob who's joined us is that if he sees that what we do is evident in everything that we are providing you know and every conversation we have then for him he believes in what we're doing he believes that he may not be the person who's he may not be the consultant that's delivering it but he believes in it and that comes from the leadership I think that comes from the top so he's looking at each at each level to say is that evident in at each level within the business and then for him it's easier for him to go out and say to people look this is a really solid company as in any organization I had a conversation with the CEO this morning and he was talking about building a sales team and for him what's important is that they have the and we talked about values and aligning those values they may not necessarily have experience in this very niche market but he can train technical the technical stuff what he can't train is people whose values are completely not aligned with that of the business you know there's too much at stake I really enjoyed talking to him actually and you know he you could see that he himself had these standards that he worked to and he was committing to training and developing his people having a succession plan just because someone's been there for a long time doesn't mean to say that they should automatically be promoted it's about what they're able to deliver I mean you wouldn't know that the other people within your team because of of your leadership and the way that you work and obviously that's been communicated to the rest of the team you wouldn't know you know, you can see it's evident in how everybody performs equally and how they respond to us as a client is consistent throughout every dealing. Yeah, and that is down to the team. The way the team work together is is incredible. Um, I've got an excellent team with a lot of experience between them now. Some of people have come straight from university. Some people have um, had experience in the industry before, but yeah. it's, a, it's a collective team all working together for the benefit of their own career independently, but then also the whole business. And that's what you need. You know, that's what they need, I think, because you have a very clear way of, I wouldn't say it's defined, but there's a very, the, the way that you operate is very consistent. And we see that consistency in every person that we deal with, which is really a testament to you as a, you know, as someone who really is passionate about what they do and wants to do the best for their customer, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, I think when you talk about the, you know, the whole team as a whole, when you talk about recruitment yourselves, it is about building a team with a really, you know, with with similar values, you know, that we want to communicate with inside the business and then having a strong team to support that. And Gavin, who's one of our key members of the team, you know, our senior account manager, he's been with us for 13 years now and um, has been an excellent member of the team to make us get to where we are and uh, drive the business forward and give me good guidance and um, advice. You need someone like that, don't you? You need to have good counsel, somebody by your side almost, who gives you good counsel and you can just sort of throw some completely bonkers ideas around and say, will that work or won't it? And then all you do in the background is you go, please agree with me, please agree (laughs) with me. But okay, if you don't, that's absolutely fine. But that's, that's having, that's, that's allowing them to grow there as well. Yeah. And honestly, you know, he's the first to come to me and say, right, we've got a problem with this. Yeah. Um, You know, not being afraid of, you know, saying Mm -hmm. what he thinks. And that's enabled us to work together to get to where we are now. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I say, 13 years or soon be getting a carriage clock or whatever it is but he's uh, you know a fantastic member of the team as as all of them are they're all great I feel we should mention everybody well yeah now we're gonna have to go through the whole list you know, my, <laughs> yeah. my wife works in the company so, <laughs> yeah, so you know, I need to make sure she's mentioned <laughs> yeah um but no I mean the, the team is really really important yeah, they're great. you know it makes it a joy to come into work yeah um you know that we spend time together that we're all working towards the same goals and and like you were saying earlier you know when you're looking at your team 
a lot of it is about you know most of our team they're passionate about design or print yeah. or anything creative really mm-hmm. and you know from an account exec it's not about just someone who can sell mm-hmm. it's someone who really cares and for all of us as soon as you know a new product comes through the door or a sample comes through everyone stood up run to the package to find out you know is it as good as we thought it would be what does it feel like what's you know what's it you know the opening experience like or do they want it and you know for us that's a big a big part of it i tell you what though when those par- parcels are i want to get in there it's like christmas morning down there <laughs> you know and i love a good gadget i love a good uh, item in there and they're really quality which is great I suppose, you know, we're looking at the, the kind of businesses that we enjoy working with. I know what I'm looking for. What do, you, what do you look for when you're building business relationships with other organizations, whether they're a supplier or whether they're a client? What's important to you? I think one of the biggest things that's become apparent over the recent years, and particularly during the pandemic, mm. is working in partnership. We are not, you know, a, you know, just the printer or, mm. you know, the, you know, it's the design company where everyone's blaming each other because of deadline. You know, it, it, we're running close to a deadline and that kind of thing. It's working in partnership, so mm. we're all communicating to establish what is the best solution for the client and making sure we then deliver that to the best standard. Yeah. So, you know, partnership is has been really key, and that, you know, again, working with our supply chain. You know, the people work with reliability as a key part of that. And that all kind of comes under honesty, being transparent with each other. You know, we talk within in the print world and particularly in merchandise at the moment about, you know, eco-friendly products and sustainability. Mm. And it's making sure that in an industry where which is, you know, particularly merchandise been a bit behind the curve, you know, with with a lot of original merchandise formerly, you know, used to be imported from China. You know, making sure that actually when we're selling products that we're very transparent about where it's come from, what its ethical values are, what its environmental values are, mm. because those things combined are yeah. what, you know, what customers ultimately want. And there are a lot of products, you know, in the market which are saying they're um, environmentally friendly and really, you know, they're not, you know, it's made of concrete from China, you know, for <laughs> it to be sustainable, you're going to have to have that plant in that plant pot for about 15 years at least, yeah. um, you know, and take off another 100 seedlings to, you know, to grow a small forest. Yeah. It's about, you know, looking at, um, you know, the, the origin of, of products um, looking at the material and recognising, particularly with paper, that a lot of people talk about that it is a sustainable product in that it is managed like a crop, like wheat or anything like that and then not trying to get caught up with you know hot topics such as bamboo and you know other you know products which are quite quite trendy but actually when you really delve into them aren't quite what they seem and I think for us particularly on the merchandise side of things that's something we're really keen to be very transparent on and and very clear um, and, and making sure that our suppliers are doing the same so we work with companies that have similar values and similar products. Are you finding that there are more, there's more production in the UK in terms of providing these kind of items rather than having to look overseas for them? Um, there definitely, particularly during the pandemic, there was definitely obviously the problems of importing yes. um, things such as metal water bottles and that kind of mm. thing. There was a change in what people were ordering but that was predominantly due to what was available now for ourselves um we've worked just you know developed quite a few products which has been part of something we were doing a bit prior to the pandemic but working with local suppliers mm-hmm. so our candles are um you know made in yorkshire where in the merchandise world they smell gorgeous by the way as well <laughs> our clients love those i'm pleased to hear it you know, most of those, most of the candles in the merchandise world are, you know, are imported from China and they're cheap and they're something that people are going to, you know, ultimately get and not use because it's not great. Mm. Or if they are going to use it, it's come all the way from China where, 
you know, we, we try and do as much as we can using UK local suppliers. Can I just tell you a story about the candles? Over Christmas, I got a message, a text message from one of our clients, James Vickering. If you're listening, James, I'll give you a shout. James from Jigsaw24. <laughs> Um, but James sent me a text to say, and he sent a picture of the candle, and he said, we're really enjoying this candle. The smell is gorgeous. Aww. So, you know, I can I can definitely I'll give you a testimony. It's just fantastic. But I know when I ask you, I mean, one of the things that I'm really concerned about is sustainability yeah. and making sure that, again, that we want to make sure that whatever we are giving out has life you know it, it will be sustainable and as of a good quality as well i know that's what you're so you'll always give me the origins almost yeah. to a forensic level actually which is a little bit scary <laughs> well, it is, yeah <laughs> I mean, it's great to know that you do it, it is you know something you can get you know very caught up in and mm. you know it's trying to get the right you know the right approach we talk about recycled paper versus recyclable you know and the, the nuance and the detail in that mm. and actually how well if it's been recycled it's been bleached and the bleach is potentially more damaging than using virgin paper which <laughs> yeah. is treated as a crop and you can get yourself into yeah. circles on every aspect of it and that's always been a challenge for for us as a, as a company who focus on you know on print but with you know, with all of the products and the merchandise uh, and a change in volume. You know, we talk, you know, brochures have always been something that we, we've worked with and, and printed and we focus a lot on design for yourselves on, mm. on brochures and that kind of literature. We found that customers aren't ordering the same volume because yep. they don't need as many because they can use it digitally. Mm-hmm. But actually when they are ordering, um, you know, they're ordering a smaller quantity but really investing in the quality, the quality of it, you know, yeah. choosing the right materials, um, developing something that's really memorable and yes. that moves on to you know the merchandise you know our tagline for really good branding which is our merchandise um, brand is is uh, memorable moments it's all about creating products that instead of having a bag full of stuff you might just choose one item that yeah. someone's going to go i really want that i really you know I, I can't wait to take that home and try it or you know if they're going to give it to somebody if they don't want it themselves but it's something that's desirable and um, our brownies which i know you've um oh, we've had enjoyed a, you've enjoyed when we've had a much. few overs in Very the office nice. yeah that is something that everyone's, you know, when you get them back in the office, you know, because everyone loves them. And that's yeah. what you want as opposed just to a branded item. It's something that's just got my name on it yeah. versus something that actually you really, really want. I think the other thing is that if you're, you know, if you're going to invest in having um, merchandise to promote your products, when you give it an item that has, that you know its provenance, so to speak, you know where it's come from, it does have more meaningful and therefore you become more memorable because we are all much more aware of our the impact that we have on our environment yeah. and this earth. And I think that, well, I don't think, I believe absolutely that when um, our clients see the products that we have and they say, this is not just a bit of plastic, we just chuck it away. This is a business that has invested the time in getting to know um, or, or understanding the products they're giving us because they they last and they look like they're quality, but there's thought behind the impact of what they do. I think kindness, you know, towards our clients and to our candidates, but also to the planet itself, you yeah. know, is something yeah. that businesses really are beginning to be more focused on. Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, you know, even me in my own personal life, I think sustainability is something that's, you know, at the forefront of the news at the moment. I think everyone's talking about it. And it's interesting you you bring that up because I was just curious more than anything, you know, as you do when you're talking to people. Have you seen an uplift in the number of clients coming to you asking for those more sustainable products? Have you noticed a difference? You mentioned that you've seen um, less people ordering more print products because they can go, you know, digital with it. But from 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 
from a sort of more sustainable point of view with these new products you've brought out to market are you seeing an uplift there it's a combination of both really we've really made a focus on looking at products which you know are, are have been produced responsibly yeah um exhibitions you know obviously they disappeared for two years yeah. um they're back now so our you know your fabric exhibition stand which love that um <laughs> is you know a, a fantastic product but we our event counter um which is a, a you know a podium has a replacement graphic so although the unit's actually made out of plastic it's made in the uk yeah. all the off offcuts are recycled and it's all you know it, it's done properly by a proper company um who we've got a lot you know a long-standing partnership with the graphics can be replaced yeah. really really easily so you don't have to replace the whole unit which is traditionally what companies had to do yeah so you had a lot of waste and a lot of cost so you know we, we talk you know about the three pillars of sustainability at, at far and beyond and how each product has an advantage and a disadvantage whether it be cost you can get them cheaper but you have to replace them and then you can get them you know made out of perhaps a product that is more, you know, made from recycled plastic, for example. Yeah. But because of the way they're produced, you'd have to replace them more often. Yeah. So it doesn't have the, the long-term sustainability. Um, and, and with the merchandise as well, which we touched on, it's about having products that people want to use and keep, and it will last. Yeah. And um, the, the same goes with all the print products. I think what amazes me is how quick you turn things around. When we had that order, you know, we put that order in, I think, on a Thursday and we needed bank it. Bank holiday week as well. Bank Easter. holiday. Yeah. It's Easter. And you turned it around by, you know, by the following Tuesday. That was just amazing. And it shows that obviously your suppliers are here in the UK. You've got really good alliances. And the fact that, I mean, thank you for turning that around so quickly because the feedback from that event that we went to at Leeds yeah, Careers really Fair was good. excellent. Our stand just looked amazing in that room. And by far, in my opinion, it was the best one in there. But I am a bit, bit biased, you know. <laughs> but it was it was really good, you know, great event. And we're, we're going to sign up to more around the UK. So, you know, thank you. I suppose finishing, you know, to finish it off now, one of the things, and I hope, how's that been for you? Because you were quite, <laughs> you weren't really, because it is out of your comfort zone, do this, this sort of it thing. It is massively outside my comfort zone. Um, but as always, it's a pleasure to talk yeah, to but, the both of you. And, you know, it's... But actually, when you talk about your, your, your passion for what you do, that's what has made your business grow to where it is now and where it will go in the future. Well, the business for me is as much as a hobby as yeah. it is a business. I, I enjoy doing, you know, when I go home, you know, on an evening, I go, right, I'm not going to work tonight. What shall I do? I'm going to build a website. Um, <laughs> Sounds familiar. You know, so you know, it it's as much of a hobby than it is anything else. I'm, you know, I'm very passionate about it, and I want to do the best. I've got responsibility to my team to do yeah. the best for them, and you know, to deliver on our goals and and get a team that works towards them. I've got to make sure that we can then deliver on them. And I was looking at how do I know I'm being ethical, and I think what you've just said that you summed that up is. It's making sure that what you do contributes to the betterment of your team and also to the people that you work with. And, you know, I, I know for one um, that we certainly feel that and see that. And, yeah. you know, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to just give some insight into your business and and right. how you've done it. I hope it's yeah. been, you know, enjoyable for everybody else. No, it's, and, been really uh, good. No, it's been great. And I think, you know, Adam, you know, we, we almost feel that like you are part of our extended team because our suppliers that work with us are so, so important to our growth. And, you know, we're starting to really yeah. see the, the benefits of the work that you do for us. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, where, where can people find you, by the way? It's, you know, worth putting a shout out to, to suit your website. Oh, I love a good plug. <laughs> um, so designprintdigital.com for the website, um, for all our creative design printing and digital marketing services, and then uh, reallygoodbranding.com for our merchandise products. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. No, thank you for having me. 
thank you for listening. And if you'd like to find out a little bit more about ourselves and what we do, please visit our website, wearemarmian.com. And we look forward to speaking to you soon.